Welcome to International Women's Day, Brent. I never dreamed that I'd be somebody like you. Is that Chris Isaac? Uh, sorry, I'm just watching the uh, Game of Thrones uh, trailer. And I never dreamed. <laughs> it's a remix of that song on the trailer. Yeah, it was better. Uh, better on the trailer. I'll go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> wow, it's gonna be one of those shows, isn't it? Well, I'm not singing full force, Ray. If I wanted to kill it, I would. I'd kill it. Carry on my wayward son. That's not me singing, guys, just for the record. Oh, that was Brent singing, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my grace. Today is International Women's Day, and you've seen Deadpool, right? Yeah. So you know what that means. It means time for misogyny from our sports uh, nice. sports sportsman. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, ladies and gentlemen, of Michigan State University. Might I point out, he's a Sparty. He's a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's oft-injured footman, and he also equates International Women's Day with donuts and birds yeah this is totally the same right you know the way human beings are the same as donuts and birds why we got to have international bird day why we got to have international donut day why are they just making this stuff up why are we celebrating women i gotta get i gotta trade uh <laughs> Le'Veon bell off of my fantasy academia academia team you gotta you gotta kick him off your social progress yeah. uh fantasy team yeah is that what we're doing? My academia team. Also. Oh my great academia! Yeah. Well, when you found out he was a Spartan, that was just a bad, bad pick to begin with. I'm just saying. Did you, know. you see that Mike Tomlin, uh, D'Angelo Williams, just kept talking about Peyton Manning, how bad he was last year? Mike Tomlin was like, "Quit while you're ahead." Dude. Yeah, please, dude. Uh, nobody's going to be on your side, even if you're right. Peyton Manning just retired, which we will talk about. We got a whole NFL segment to talk about here. By the way, hey everybody. You have made it to the next thrilling chapter of Raisin Brent. Brent, and I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got stuff to talk about this week. I mean, Did you never dream that you would hear a podcast you like this. You never dream. No, you. Never. And you never. You don't have to. Podcast <laughs> like literally, you could. Could you do anything else but that? Is that bothering you? It's it's mildly annoying. Okay, sorry. I'll yeah. do something else. Thank you. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Really? Damn, Daniel. I don't even get that video. Damn, Daniel. We okay, guys. For you at home, it's basically we, a kid with like a, almost a Cartman like voice. Yeah, just talking to his friend Daniel over, over like and over. three minutes of skateboarding kids. Who oh, are that fat. was a different video. <clears throat> that the same video? That was like, no, that was like one of those. Oh, so the 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 Daniel video is only like ten seconds long. Well, there's like more. Vine, there's, as the kids would yeah, say. there's more of him doing that to Daniel, and then there's the random different videos of people putting it over whatever as he oh, wants to do on the internet. Oh, like the internet always does all the time. Correct. Okay. And Daniel. Well, we just watched that video right beforehand, and apparently I watched more than one, and mm. it was not interesting. Really? What What are the odds the internet would find something not that interesting and then hype it up? Probably pretty high. Damn, Daniel. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so we got a lot of NFL offseason stuff to talk about. We're talking about uh, big retirements that are happening. Pretty much just one I could think of. Uh, congratulations, Peyton. Yeah. Uh, really the only guy uh, well, the other, worth yeah, talking about. Yeah, someone else retired, but it was already everyone already knew it was going to happen, except people that were just like holding on with their little purse strings and their little fingers. Please, 
please, please come back, man. Shane, come back, Shane. Remember yeah, that movie, Shane? I do. Shane, come back. But it, Megatron. Oh, I was going to say, Mar- I thought you were talking about Marshawn Lynch, I just assumed. Um, no. We'll get into it. Uh, we also got to talk about, oh, we well, guys, we weren't here last week, as you can notice. We were having an early week this week mm-hmm. uh, showing. Yeah. Uh, Brent, we're too uh, busy. Well. We're too busy. I got busy and Brent got sick. We're too bu- <laughs> I don't get sick. Sick you, gets me. Yeah. I make well, other things sick. Sick got you for about five days straight. Well. You coughed so hard you blew out a rib. Can we talk about that on the I air? I did. I, I pulled a muscle. I coughed so hard. <laughs> I could have done the show. It's just I would have been coughing all over you. It would have been the worst. Yeah. So, uh, guys, for your sake and mine, we just decided to say, hey, let's just wait a couple extra days. We're going to record. So we have two episodes <laughs> of Walking. Thank you so much. <laughs> you don't even need to. You haven't coughed the entire time I've been over. <laughs> Somebody's gagging in their car listening right now. Um, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Anyway. Let's get singing, Daniel. What is happening? Damn, Daniel. We got two episodes of Walking Dead, two episodes of Better Call Saul to talk about here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to do it. Let's start by talking a little bit of NFL. Do you feel up to it? The question is, do you feel up to it? I do. We got your t- tissues right here, so it's gonna be sad. I might, yeah. There might be tears. I mean, there shouldn't be because we already knew this was happening. Everyone except for you, apparently. Uh, you know what? Apparently, you and Phil Lander. Oh wait, until I see it on the till he's not in training camp. Until they start week one, if not, he's the guy. He's the, not yeah. the guy. You and, you and Phil Lander. Yeah, with Peyton and uh, the. Our audience has no idea who Phil Lander is. Just for the record, Lander. you're bringing up people that we oh, know. Phenomenal Phil, phenomenal the wrestler, Phil, the wrestler. Yes, my former webcast web series partner. That's right, Friendly Fire. We had literally hundreds of hits, Ray. That's hundreds. Fantastic. You know, we uh, we've wrestled for the same promotion before. Okay, so and that's he, who. Phil and when Lander I met is. him, he had no idea who I was, which shows you how low on the card I was. <laughs> But that's a different story altogether. No, let's talk more about that. Let's not. So let's instead talk NFL after three seconds of Night Ranger. Finally, something is happening in the NFL offseason. Well, things have been happening for a while, like uh, Megatron retired like a while ago. That happened. Well, that actually happened today as we record. Well, we we will get to that. Going to. I know you can't wait. You can't stop yourself, but we'll get to it. It's a big story, but it might not be the biggest story. Well, let's story. not talk about it because, you know, until it's opening day and he's not playing on a roster. You're bringing up the Phil Lander thing no, again? No, you said that, too. Uh, well, to be fair, uh, me and Pac-Man Jones. That's right. about the only thing we're yeah. ever going to agree yeah. on. <laughs> But uh, so quarterbacks are getting re-signed right now. This is when they say the dominoes start to fall. Yeah. And the big people start to sign the big contracts and it starts to trickle down. And then you start getting the B level, the C level people, and then the fill-ins. And so you've got some interesting quarterback decisions that are happening. Because the 49ers uh, started off by saying they're going to uh, uh, keep Kaepernick. Remember, that was the big scuttlebutt. They're going to cut him because he's worth like $18 million this year or something. So the 49ers say, we're going to go ahead and keep him. We're going to pay him all that money. What are you laughing about? I don't know. <clears throat> I'm just laughing at Luna. Over there. Oh, you're just staring at me. I'm and just staring at her. <laughs> gracious. Uh, uh, Brent's dog is in the studio for you at home, having a nap <laughs> on the couch behind the couch. us. It's hilarious. Okay. I don't, know. I don't get what you get, but I mean, uh, you just all of a sudden I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick, and you say you're just looking at me with well, tears in your it's eyes. It's two things. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's hilarious. Yes. 
Hey, anybody still want to trade, uh, get rid of Alex Smith and uh, have Colin Kaepernick instead? Well, this is the weird thing is Kaepernick made all this noise about how I want to be the guy I can work with Chip Kelly. They bring in Chip Kelly ostensibly to work nah, with Kaepernick. I'm out of here. Yeah. Then they sign, They say we're keeping him. We're going to pay him all this money this year to be our quarterback. And then like the next day out of Colin Kaepernick's camp, his agents and stuff are being like, we demand a trade. Yeah. You know why? Because he's all about a bunch of this and I'm doing the talking sound with my yes, hand. Thank you for the, the podcast. Talking, the talking uh, gesture and not about this, which is throwing the football and, and running. You, and you did it lefty too. You did it right. That's right. So yeah, that was just a weird set of moves. But then we got Sam Bradford. Everybody was just assuming that Sam Bradford is going to be seeing the door and be like a backup or like you know, as he should go to the Texans for like ten million a year or something, which is still a poop ton of money. Yeah, but for an NFL quarterback, not really. Uh, Sam Bradford signs for eighteen million dollars. Well, okay. Ten million is still a lot for a quarterback who's been injured more more than he's not been injured. But it's the going and rate. also hasn't done that much on the field. The thing is, at eighteen million dollars a year for Bradford, he's in the lower half of starting salaries for NFL quarterbacks. I don't believe that's true. He's right in the middle. Eighteen million over yeah. one million per game. Yeah, I mean, I, if you look, you guys got got guys like Joe Flacco just re-upped, and he's getting yeah, paid Joe, over twenty. Yeah, but Joe Flacco's way better than Sam Bradford. He's won. He is two Super Bowls. He one, is one or two. Super but Bowls. But the difference in their salaries is still not that much. It should be. That's the point, but though. That's what every quarterback makes. That's no, the whole that's deal. Not Nick what Foles every made fifteen makes. last year, and he was awful. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not go after he's proved on the second team. He's not going to get that again, is he? And that's would not fifteen. Think. That's fifteen, not eighteen. I mean, we're just I would say that Nick Foles has proved more on the field than, than Bradford has. Has he? Yeah. He had one he half had a one season re- with the Eagles. Yeah, he had one really good year. Has Bradford had a good year yet? Um, he's no. had he's had a bunch of average years, but he keeps getting yeah. hurt over and over again. Well, it's hard you. to judge him. So why so why are you going to risk paying eighteen million to someone that's probably going to get injured? Which, in, let's say you miss four games, that brings your actual pay up to like a million and a half per yeah. game. But that you at, at a certain played. point. For the salary cap, though, you just X amount, X amount for the quarterback position these days. I mean, everybody's making tons and tons. Tom Brady makes whatever, $20 Chase million Daniel, a year. Chase Daniel is probably has performed better than Sam Bradford. You and don't trust Chase Daniel to run your organization, though, do you? More than, more than I do Sam Bradford. I don't know and about he, that. And he'd be like $6 million less. Oh, at least. You could, ah. cha- you could chase Daniels for a bag of Fritos these days. You get him and, uh, and a backup quarterback for the same price. I mean, if you're going to go bargain hunting, which is clearly what they're doing. But they're also trying to win now because this is the really weird thing about it, though. Are they? Is ever since they're the trying new... to win and they're paying, they're paying Sam Bradford $18 million. Because that's what quarterbacks get paid these days. Good quarterbacks get paid that. Every quarterback Sam- gets paid no, this. No, they don't. Colin Kaepernick was, was benched last year. That's fine. And he's coming back for $18 but million this year. They, they don't all get paid. They all get paid like that. that. They don't all get paid I think uh, I would disagree with you on that. Okay, I think well, we will look it up. Let's look, Let's look it. it up. Okay, we have brought up the numbers here so we could talk about it, uh, uh, not just in theory, but in actuality. <laughs> so, Brent, you've got some numbers there. So t- Where yeah. does Sam Bradford rank right now with the 18 Two, million four, a year? 6, 8, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15. He's, 50, he's literally right in the middle of the pack. Okay, so he's a middle of the pack he's a, quarterback. And he's making $18 million a year. Is he a middle of the year. pack quarterback? He's a He's starting not. quarterback. Do they overpay him? The answer is yes, they overpaid him. My point is, $18 million sounds like a lot until you realize that every quarterback gets paid an insane amount of money. Look, uh, we just saw this. Sam Bradford is one space above Matthew Stafford. Ryan Fitzpatrick He's is a, a fraction starter. as good Ryan, as Stafford. He's, he's not as good as Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Ryan Fitzpatrick gets paid 
Three million a year. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick's about to sign another contract, though, so let's not... Don't include Jameis Winston, six million a year. Rookie contract. Andrew Luck, seven million Rookie a year. contract still. Still? I, I, don't, I don't I'm care. talking about people you who said, have actually signed their second contract. You said contracts. everyone gets paid that. Yes, they get paid. You said everyone gets paid $18 million. That's as, what you said. Are you going to tell me right now that as soon as uh, Andrew Luck and Jameis Winston and for that, uh, Marcus Mariota, when they go to get, sign their first real contract, they're not going to each be making 18 to $20 million plus? Yeah, if they're in the league still. What the point <laughs> true, was? True. What my point was? I, I, you said everyone gets paid eighteen yeah, million. Everybody they who don't. signs a, a contract, like you're, you're, if, you, if you count rookie contracts in there, that's silly because rookies get kind of held under a lower expectation. They Alex prove themselves, Smith, then they all sign them. Alex Smith doesn't get paid eighteen million. What Carson, is that? What Palmer, but, Carson Palmer doesn't get paid eighteen million. But what are they? Sixteen, seventeen million? Still, St- it's in the zone. The point is, Sam Bradford's way worse than those guys. And if Carson Palmer resigned today, it'd be for more than eighteen million. Tom Brady gets nine million a year. Well, Tom Brady also. Is a different animal altogether. Andy Dalton gets paid sixteen million a year. That's and my point is a lot of money. There's all these guys that are way better than him, and he's getting paid more than them. My point is one: everyone doesn't get paid that, but two: they greatly overpaid for this dude. Okay, here's the deal. One: yes, they paid more for Sam they Bradford. That is way too. But much the only money. here's the deal: the only reason why Sam Bradford rates above some of those people is because his contract was signed way more recently. That's it. That's the only difference between it. Uh, if you have a quarterback in the NFL who you're prepared to give the reins of your team to, and by all accounts, the Eagles are doing that with Sam Bradford. So you're saying everybody's going, to get get eight, everybody's going to get 18. Well, yes. if, if Sam Bradford is 18 million, then they must be giving it to everybody. Well, to be fair, you what, know what I mean? Saying? I'm agreeing with you at some point. Yeah. Th- no, that's just it. I mean, Joe Flacco, we love Joe Flacco. He's a good quarterback. Is he a top 10 NFL quarterback year in, year out? I wouldn't think he is. He's the number one paid quarterback ahead of Aaron Rodgers. I, like, I, this is my question to you. Okay, I'm going to name off all these players <clears throat> that are above him and around him. And start okay? off Peyton Manning, right? If Peyton Manning doesn't retire, he's on that list at sure. like $30 million or sure. whatever. Okay, so we got Flacco. Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Roethlisberger, Eli, Philip Rivers, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins, Tannehill, Kaepernick. Okay, my point is, do any of those guys have histories of getting injured every year? Uh, None of those guys do. No, they do not. Okay, so why is this guy in the middle of these guys when he gets injured every year? Because that's what quarterbacks get paid. Not once they get injured every year? Apparently they do. (laughs) I think the I mean, stats belie your point. What I'm trying to say is that the Eagles are, even though Chip Kelly moved on, they're still making stupid, horrendous yeah. moves. Uh, court, potentially, but they, they've cut. They've got. They're getting rid of everybody else who was on the team. The Eagles are doing a full on the purge right now. It's like a six hour block from that movie where they're just like kill them all, start the roster fresh, but make sure we keep Sam Bradford intact as the one relic of the Chip Kelly. Let's look at the QB rankings from last last year, and let's see where Sam Bradford falls. Okay, bring it up. Maybe he's way better than I think he is. Bring it up. But he's not. <laughs> okay, so we brought up the stats now of QB rating, and uh, uh, what number is Sam Bradford? 25th. 25th of the league last year for quarterback pass. We're going past the rating, not that weird you know, ESPN QBR that nobody cares about. Just ahead of such such juggernauts as Blaine Gabbert and Brian Hoyer. Oh, Thank you. Look, Aaron Rodgers, 16. You would have thought he would have had a better season. Jay Cutler ranked well, above Aaron Rodgers. He, he lost all of his wide receivers and his tight end. He lost a wide receiver. Well, they haven't replaced their tight end. I mean, I, don't, I blame some of that on their line is horrible, and they haven't replaced their, their skill position guys around him. Hey, I'm just happy. Matthew Stafford, my man, top 10. That's all I can ask for. Yeah. He deserves at least half a million less than Sam Bradford. Because <laughs> that's what he's getting. I mean, Alex Smith's number 11. That's not bad. 
That's not bad at all. I'm just saying all these guys are way better than but, Sam Bradford. What I would say is if all these guys were signing contracts in this offseason, they would all be making comparable, if not better, money than Sam Bradford. It's just a matter of the timing. Don't worry about the rest of it. The more recent contracts tend to be bigger. This also was like his second highest <laughs> season, second best season that he's had. Well, he had two seasons where hey, he's in the 70s. So what I hear you saying is he's getting better. <laughs> no. He's, he's on the way up, Brent. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about Sam Bradford way too much right now. Uh, we got to talk about some uh, retirements. Oh, the other big one um, is Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler in Denver, they offered him three years, $15 million a year, and he rejected it. Yeah. Correctly, because apparently he can get $18 million if with well, any team. Just to shine a point on the thing I was talking about, Sam Bradford, as far as how much he gets injured. In the last five years, he's missed 33 games. Okay. That means he averages like 10 games. 10 games a season. So 10 games a season. So you're going to pay him. That's basically if you, you one and a half. So he's getting paid like one and a half times what he should be getting paid. Here's the deal. Pony up for a backup is all we're trying to say. <laughs> I mean, they could, have got, they could have gotten three backups that could all be about the same as Sam Bradford and, like, and not have to worry about their quarterback position at all. But I was having a conversation, not with you, but somebody else. Well, Brock Osweiler, $15 mm-hmm. million, uh, guaranteed or whatever, $15 million a year for three years. And people and I, he rejected it, and I said he that's that's a really stupid offer. It's it's offensive to Brock Osweiler. It should be. And people argue with me. Well, he's unproven. Da 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 da. da. And I'm like, yeah, but if you look at the quarterback market and the people signing right now and what they're getting, if they think he's a three year starter on a team that just won the Super Bowl, you have to well, get paid eighteen but twenty million uh, a year. On the other hand, hold I, out for it. I kind of applaud Denver because that's basically them saying we don't think you're the guy. Well, then he needs to go somewhere. But then let him go. Yeah. Then just cut him or whatever. Well, let him go. He's a free agent. We don't but think let him you're go. the guy at that price. Now, if it was Philadelphia, they would have paid him $20 million and said, well, I, I guess he's the top 10 of so we paid right. him $20 million. But cut to a team like the Houston Texans, yeah. giving him $18, 20000000 million a year and sure. not even blinking an eye about it. That's fine. But that's but the, the but then they argue, do you really believe that if he goes to the Houston Texans, he's going to be a good quarterback? It's pot. That's that's a team that only needs a decent quarterback. He just has to be Alex Smith there. Well, it was the same thing in Denver, and he didn't play that well in Denver. I mean, he, he beat Tom Brady. His that defense beat Tom Brady. Uh, that defense also won the Super Bowl. It had nothing yeah. to do with the quarterback yeah, play. So who that's cares? All he has to do is be steady, and I think he can do that. Well, but that's what I was saying. So all they need is so they don't need to pay overpay anyone. They can just take whoever they want. They'll probably get Chase Daniels, and they'll end up City. looking just like the Houston Texans do right now: nine mm-hmm. and seven, losing so. the playoffs, lose to a team like the Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, clearly, clearly def- the Houston's defense isn't nearly as good as Denver's because Kansas City beat up on them 30 to nothing. It's fair enough. Yeah, and Denver, but, and Denver gave up 30 points all year, I think. It's rough. <laughs> uh, but talk about Peyton Manning. You must have conflicting viewpoints on no. this. He retired. I'm glad he's re- – well, okay. We, we dominated him last year. But I'm glad he's gone. You're glad he's gone? Yeah. You just, I'm, would, I'm ready for Peyton Manning to not be a football player anymore yeah. and only be in commercials a la Joe Montana. Right. I want to see him in lots of commercials. He's wonderful in them. I'm hoping that it doesn't become like a Joe Namath thing where I get tired of seeing him commercials I, uh, because he stops caring. I'm already tired of him. Uh, I'd love to see him on a uh, Denny's commercial for Moons Over My Hammy Moons because, you know. Really? Like, yeah, like inappropriate things. Maybe get him for like um, um, forehead cream. Mm-hmm. Think that'd be a, is yeah. that a thing? Is that a thing yeah. you could buy? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, you got to respect him 18 years. I mean, he wore number 18. He played 18 years. He won two Super Bowls. Um, easily the greatest quarterback. Yeah, but he only retired knows. because he was he was going to get a pop for that HGH. 
Uh, uh, they were going to keep investigating him. Don't do you not do you or do you not think that was a factor in him retiring? Yes, I do. Yeah, thank you. Do I think the sexual harassment thing from college? Do I think combined with the HGH, combined with the fact that his skills have eroded to the point where he could barely play anymore? Mm-hmm. If he wanted to, if all he cared about was that. He could go to the L.A. Rams, the Houston Texans, one of these teams with a mm-hmm. decent defense looking for a quarterback, make $25 million next year, and probably get benched by week seven. Yeah. If he did not give an F oh, and he I just wish, wanted to get uh, paid. Uh, He's be, made enough money, though. That would be great if he went to Houston. I mean, uh, that would be just fun. I, I, I would love it even more if, if you know, well, they're like, oh, we paid Bradford $18 million, but we're also going to pay Peyton Manning. <laughs> good. Yeah. Well, that would be the Eagles. That's what I said. You said, you said Houston. No, I said Houston. And I said I also would love it if the Eagles, oh, okay. I misheard not, not also said, well, we paid Bradford eighteen million. Throw let's it on. Also give twenty five. <laughs> put it on. Uh, I would want to see the L.A. Rams only because of the the shades of Joe Namath getting benched halfway through his final season yeah. when he came back one season too many and couldn't play anymore. It would have been appropriate. Plus, we could have seen it in our backyard. I've been hearing some r- rumors about you know RG three popping up in L.A. What do you think about that? I think it's possible. I, I think, think it's possible too. I think it's more likely he goes to the Dallas Cowboys though. I do. Back oh, up Tony Romo and get groomed. Start from scratch. So get healthy. You're saying they're going to have RG3 and Johnny Football? Both. <laughs> I don't think Johnny Football plays next year. What? I don't think anybody signs Johnny Ray. Football. He is cancerous he right is now. He is Johnny Football. He is toxic. You just got to get him on the field. Look, it's all about how well you play. It's at this point we got to get him out of the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him out the club first. What are we talking about yet, yeah, Johnny? Come football. on, he's done. all he's doing is drinking champagne straight out of the bottle, wearing a Gilligan hat. What's wrong with that? At least he didn't have a fake wig on, pretending to be somebody else this time. That was under the Gilligan hat, I believe, yeah. under the Gilligan hat. Uh, and of course, we got we'd be remiss. We got to talk about it. Uh, Megatron. Don't want to be remiss. Megatron retires officially today. What? And and here's the deal. Uh, the Lions were giving him as much space as possible. And and you heard me say, like, give him his space. He'll figure mm-hmm. it out. We hope he comes back. If he doesn't, it's We'll manage. He's $24.1 million against the cap this year, so his retirement does free up a lot of money. And, you know, you're a Lions fan, so you got to appreciate that at least he showed the amount of love he has for Detroit today. He did? Yeah. He said a lot of really nice things. He loved Detroit so much that he announced his retirement over Twitter rather than stepping foot back in that cesspool for one second. How dare you? That's That's... Not what I'm saying about Detroit. I'm saying that's how he feels, well, obviously. Let me just say that free agency is right about to He's start. Like, my feet just stopped tingling from the, from the radioactiveness of the ground. That doesn't even make sense. My feet, you know, they were radioactive from living in Detroit. <laughs> how dare you, sir? No. It's a bit li- the living representation of Fallout, the game. Thank you. They, they were giving him as much space as he needed. And finally, they're like, look, free agency is about to start. We need to know. Sorry, Megatron. Mm-hmm. We don't like to be pushy. We understand that by being pushy, we're probably shoving you out the door. Because uh, if, if they just gave him forever, he'd probably come back. But we need a decision. And within 24 hours, really? he's like, fine. That's my decision. Thing is if we gave him forever, he would come back? I think so. And Adam Jones, uh, Pac-Man Jones, says, give it six months, he'll come yeah, back. C- clearly, we can trust everything with Pac-Man Jones. He also said, boy, I hope I don't win a playoff game. I'd better get a bad penalty to make sure I lose it. Thank you. And you know what? Prophecy. He made it happen. He did. Uh, finally, uh, the other th- I mean, I'm sad about Megatron. I'll just say, like, that's a ton of an yeah, ton I mean, of I'm money. joking about it. It, do- it does have to suck for you. It does, but it doesn't. Like, when Barry Sanders retired uh, two weeks before the start of the season. Hey, Golden Tate's a number one receiver, so you, now you have a he's number He's not bad. <laughs> he's not a number one. He's who's not a number be, one. Who's going to be your other receiver, though? Uh, well, they might re-sign Lance Moore. Uh, they've got ah, Eric. If Lance Eric Ebron Moore, takes uh, a step forward. 
they're going to go after free agents. Lance Moore's kind of old now, dude. Well, here's the deal. They're going to draft a guy in the first three rounds, and they're going to grab a free agent or two, mm-hmm. and they're going to just like put it together. I think there's enough talent still sticking around. You know who's draft? Who's in the draft this year? Charles Rogers. Uh... Protege? What no, do you mean? His son. His son. Charles Rogers already. His son already? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Don't so draft him. First... <laughs> <laughs> if that's true, don't draft him. That's the first I'm hearing about it. Do not want. Can't win with him. <laughs> Can't win with them. Don't want them. Don't need them. And also, uh, the final thing here. No, but like they have room for. They have room to make some moves now. They have. They already had thirty million in cap room. Now they have an additional twenty four point one million. They will be players. There's going to be a if. There's not a ton of big name free agents, mm-hmm. but that's cool because there's a lot of very good players, and they'll be able to go out and and grab a whole bunch of them. Get Rod and, Streeter from the Raiders. That's I'm excited great. at the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the big things: Malik Jackson just re- is signed with Jacksonville. Clearly, here's a guy trying to get paid six years, ninety million. Well, you see it every year. Somebody wins the Super Bowl, and then they're like, "Okay, I got my ring." Well, he Let also me go take the money. He was the number one rated guy uh in the free agent top 100 so you know he's getting paid he's going to jacksonville where obviously he's trying to get paid doesn't really care about results he just won the super bowl he's got nothing to prove get your money son yeah right and then uh your boy jpp 10.5 million dollars one year contract with the giants yeah uh, i mean look he 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 played like a gamer last year he couldn't grab people well, that's the it's issue. Hard wrapping people up, he, he, obviously with his problems he has with his hand now. Well, he stayed in New York because he doesn't care about getting a ring. Because how would he wear it? Wow! Hey, everybody! Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, there's our football talk. You know, we can squeeze twenty minutes of football talk out of just a couple of stories, yes. and a lot of rambling and a lot of looking stuff up. Because that's what we do, Brent. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk TV now. Okay. After three seconds of Gene Autry. Happy trails to. So we got back-to-back episodes right now. We got two episodes of Walking Dead and uh, Better Call Saul. Let's start talking about Walking Dead, though. Mm -hmm. Walking Dead, uh, because the first episode three of this season, I thought was pretty boring. It was a whole lot of setup, a whole lot of just, you know... Uh, we get to know more about this Jesus character. We meet his family. There's that throwdown where Rick has to kill that guy. That was cool, though. It was cool, but it was one of those deals where, okay, we're setting up for something bigger. Yeah. They want this Negan thing to be the blowout of the entire series, right? Okay. They I, and Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you know more about the Negan stuff, but to me, it's like Negan, Negan's going to be governor I, level of crazy. I don't even remember him in the comics, so... I is I, I, Do you? I guess they're making him a bigger thing than he was in the comics because I don't even know who this guy is. Well, the way the way it's shaping up and the way <laughs> and you're lying, I know. But the way they're shaping it up right now is that Negan's only going to appear in the last five minutes of the final episode of this season. Mm-hmm. Is that their whole thing is set up with who's Negan, who's Negan? We talk about him, we talk about him, and it's the classic setup where you know you talk about a guy for like ever, and then he shows up, and when Negan shows up, guaranteed he's going to murder somebody. The question is who he's going to murder. And I will tell you right now, I have options as for who is Negan going to murder. And we've talked about this on the show before. Like, if you don't want comic book spoilers, where, come on, be an adult. Uh, at this point, uh, Brent, who does Negan kill? He, Negan shows up in the comics and he kills a character. Who mm-hmm. does he kill? I'm not going to tell you that. Well, you've already told it on the air. Yeah, but I don't want to say it again. We've already spoiled it for everybody. Yeah, but I don't want to do it twice. Do he's you want to gonna... make, make me say it? Why? Why are we revealing this before it happens on the show? We've already revealed it. This yeah, is but... we're talking about theory of who he's going okay. to kill. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like we're getting too close to it now. Let's just wait. Oh my god. 
So talking about uh, predicting a show is no, no longer a thing we do anymore. What? Predicting what's going to happen on a show is no longer a thing we do anymore. Okay, well, let's not we do that. We don't then. get into prognostication. Okay, fine. Let's oh, do geez, that then. Pizza. Fine. So uh, we decide they, they end up taking the, the Negan bargain mm-hmm. with the community, with Gary. Okay. And they go and they kill a bunch of people based on one guy telling them to. Yeah. What has happened to our heroes, Brent? Mm, they are, you know, trusting this guy, I guess. And they're trying to su- get their supplies that they need. They're hungry. They're hungry for food. They don't seem that desperate, though. They're, we, they're, we're, they they're are. being they told they're desperate. They people like, like, like they had the Sandman perk on the they did. Fallout. They straight right. up went up in Sandman. That's right. They killed them music. exactly like how you kill the zombies. They just walk up and just like poke them in the head. The head. And that's the first human that Glenn has killed, right? Correct. The first non-zombie. That's kind yes. of a big deal. He yeah. really didn't look like he handled it well. And then he yeah. turns to the other dude who just, it's, it's obvious he can't so do Glenn it. So Glenn kills people now. I guess that means, you know, that was, maybe that was his, uh, you know, Achilles, that's his Achilles heel. You what know? do you mean? In other words, he couldn't seemingly die before, right? Because he, he didn't kill other people, so people couldn't kill him. Yeah, but Rick kills people all the time. So does Daryl. And... No, but I'm saying for Glenn personally. That's his oh, personal little thing is. He got over he it. He can't be killed by other humans, you know, because he hasn't killed other humans. And now that he's killed a human, do you think that will change anything for Glenn? Are you prognosticating right now? Maybe. <laughs> I thought we didn't do that anymore. What's <laughs> happening to me? That's what you said. So you're I didn't trolling say that. over here. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it always seems like, let's say, like, okay, a guy is uh, cowardly. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go out and fight now. He gets killed. Yes, right? he does. All that the time on Walking Dead. Glenn so fights all the time, though. He's yeah, always Glenn going fights on these all missions. the time. But he doesn't kill other humans. He does not. Okay, so if now he breaks that seal, does that open himself up to now be killed himself? It's just, I'm just saying plot-wise, that makes sense, does it not? It does. Also, Glenn has almost been killed like three times. That is correct. So if he does die now, it's one of those things like, well... He almost died like three times. So it's almost better. They set it up. They set us up for it. They they prop. They fluffed up the pillow. You know, it's going to be okay because he's almost. He should have died three times already. That right? Is correct. So, and he should have killed people before now that. too. He's had many opportunities. But this is just it. The way The Walking Dead works. Here's here's my theory. I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and prognosticate because that is what we do now. Okay. Uh, um, everybody who's is familiar with the comics, and I would figure even people that aren't who watch the show and, and read about it or talk about it at all, I they all know... People, I don't think people know what you're going to say, but if you want to say it, you spoiler say Spoiler anyway, Negan shows up and kills Glenn in the comics. Okay. Okay. Everybody seems to know that. Okay. It's very, very big. Like, it's all over. So I see it on social media. I mean, it's just... I've seen it posted in a lot of places, mm-hmm. even if you hadn't been the one to tell me on the air. Right. Walking Dead creators, the showrunners, know this fact. Yeah. And they are setting up like it's over it was but it was just like Avengers Age of Ultron. They were setting up that Hawkeye was gonna die the entire movie, mm-hmm. and then at the end, Hawkeye is saved when Quicksilver gets shot and killed. Spoiler alert, okay. Age of Ultron. I think they're setting us up for a swerve here. Okay. Because Glenn has almost died three times. They've already prepared us for Glenn being dead. They've totally set this up. His character's changed. Everything is in place, obviously, showing why he's going to die. That's why I think when Negan shows up, I have two characters in my head Mm -hmm. that I think he's going to kill one of the two of them instead of Glenn. You think it's going to be Daryl. Daryl's one of those two characters, but just from this last episode, Carol. Hmm. I think he could absolutely show up. Carol was already supposed to be dead. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, she was supposed to be killed two seasons ago, and she went to the, the, the producers of the show and said, I have a plan for Carol. You need to kill this other guy and keep paying me to be on the show mm-hmm. and keep Carol. And it was the right decision. Carol, uh, the actress, was absolutely correct. 
uh, Melissa McBride, I think her name is. Yeah. She's wonderful. Okay. Well. So they're going to come in and he's going to kill Carol or Daryl. It's going to be one of the Errols. Okay. Well, I here's what I believe. They they do change things around sometimes. Yes, they do. Because there is no Daryl or Merle in the comics. So Correct. things aren't exactly the same. Shane died very early in like the comics. Like episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Issue one. He died one. very early in the comics, but he lasted on the show for a while. Whole I season. will say this, though. They are, even though they do change things up, there are certain uh, moments in Walking Dead that are almost like you have people have so much respect for them that they can't you change them. You say they're iconic. They're iconic. Like, for example, when uh, Abraham and his group shows up. Yes. The first shot they show is an exact copy of, of a the- cover of a comic book. And my understanding is when uh, when they were still in Alexandria and they cut the hand off of Rick's girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, that was exactly shot for shot done just like the comics as well. They sure. did a lot of that they in that episode. They did a lot episode. of that. So that being said... They respect the source material. This is this would be, in the comic book, would be episode or comic uh, issue 100. 100. So that's an iconic number to reach in a comic book. And it was an iconic thing that happened in the comic book. And it was an unbelievably horrific thing that happened in the comic book. And I, and I feel like it's just... They have to give that to the people that read the comic book. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. Now, was there this much setup for Negan before in the comics? Also, I own a. Were you trying to sell it on the air? Semi valuable comic book. Is it issue 100 of The Walking Dead, Brent? What happens in number 100 doesn't happen on the show. My comic book is worthless! Oh maybe gracious. not, maybe not, but it'll be worth more if what happens if it's the same thing that happened in the comic book that happens on the show. I believe. Okay, that's well, my theory. What do you there, think? Was there this much setup for Negan? That's my first question. Yes, a lot of setup. So there's, so you, you, we were introduced to this character without meeting him for a super long mm-hmm. time. Okay, yeah. I'm curious. I was just curious if that's if they kept that. He was a guy we just kept hearing about. Yeah. And did, was the blowing up the motorcycle guys? Was that in the comic book? Because that was gosh, awesome. I don't, I don't remember, but that was that, pretty cool. Though, uh, here's the deal. I hope it wasn't because that was surprising as all get out. Yeah, I hate to think great. anybody saw that one coming. Yeah. Uh, you're quite. What was the other question you had for me about uh, the whole Negan deal? Uh, and killing Glenn. No, I, I was saying there was two ways: your way, or yeah, they're going to try to trick us, or they're going to pay off what they paid off. Because it's it is, I would say, the most iconic moment in Walking Dead. Wow, and the whole thing you know because glenn is such a beloved character he's beloved that's why everybody got pissed when they 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 floated the idea of him dying earlier in the season well and that's why i believe they've almost killed him like three times now to 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 get you ready blow to get get you ready ready. i think it'd be better if there was also like a band-aid rip it off too like just as far as where maggie goes from here on it kind of she can't go anywhere unless glenn is not there anymore yeah exactly to me it's i find it super interesting to me the repercussions are better for the show we don't want Glenn to die, but but we need Maggie. If she's going to grow as a person, uh, she's got this has to happen. I w- Whereas if if Daryl dies, who does that really affect? You know what I mean? He's a the loner. viewers. The viewers. He's a loner. You know. Yeah. And Carol. Yeah, Carol. That that was Carol's the, become like the con, not the conscience, but like the the the, the beating but angry you know heart of the show. I, I would agree with you on this. They have her making out with some dude now, which is weird. So that was she's weird. Kind of happy now. Oh, let's kill her. <laughs> That could happen, too. But that happens on Walking Dead. When they run out of things for your character I to think, do, they kill you. I think there's 0% chance they kill Daryl at this point. Okay. But I like that theory you have about Carol. I mean, if it's not if it's not Glenn, the Carol thing's very interesting. It at least makes sense. What I think is interesting about a potential Glenn storyline, I'll just say, because it'll be completely different than the comics, is yeah. Glenn has now been touched by darkness. 
he had to kill those guys. He helped the other. He's still trying to be a nice guy in that he helped murder that other dude. So the other guy didn't have to. To me, keeping Glenn alive and watching him spiral into darkness until he becomes a shadow of his former self, but still connected to the Maggie character through the baby, I think would be extremely interesting and compelling to watch as he slowly loses his own humanity and becomes a worse and worse guy. Uh, almost a Breaking Bad kind of a situation where he's so noble and he's so good mm-hmm. is to the actions and the situations force him into becoming a guy he doesn't want to become and then sliding into it. I think that's compelling, interesting television. That's, to me, the one reason why you would keep Glenn around as a character, just as a writer, you know? Um, wow, okay. So the end of the episode happens, the second episode, and uh, they've killed all the people inside the compound. They have raided it. They got the armory, and... They've got Carol and Maggie now. Negan's people do. This yeah. lady. Yeah. This lady. She sounds mean. She sounds really, really mean. Did you see the preview for next week? I did. Looks interesting. I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, How many episodes do we have left? Oh, this is only episode four that we're through. So we got at least like six. Really? It's at least 10 episodes per half season. Yeah. Hmm. So we have a whale. Way, we have way a whale to go. to go. Way to go. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Well, let's, let's switch gears for a moment now before we run too long. Better Call Saul. Yeah. Two episodes there. Um, Saul made a commercial for a retirement home. And it was a great idea that nobody wanted him to do. Yeah. Here's the guy. He can't help himself but rock the boat, can he? And he got results. Well, he's in he's in super trouble right now. And I'm just going to merge the two episodes he's together as trouble. one. He's in big trouble. He's in serious poop right now. He got Kim Wexler all the way to where was she demoted? The dungeon? Yeah. All the way into the basement doing her file work basically by candlelight. She says, I'm 40 hours behind these filings for billings, and I need to bring in some money right now or they will flat out fire me. Yep. We got any opinions on that or thoughts or... I didn't watch these episodes that you you're ha- talking about. You had you seriously didn't? Yeah, I did. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Making me nervous here. I'm like, hey, sorry, I was looking staring. at the, the results of Michigan, Michigan Democratic, and uh, where's where's Detroit? So, do you think it's fair what the firm HHM is doing to Kim Wexler right now? She had literally nothing to do with what Saul did at all. Well, they didn't know that, uh, but she did know some information. She didn't share it. Is it fair? No, but that's what happens. It's corporate America, Ray. But she didn't know. She pretended like she knew. She, she lied to them. She knew that the commercial existed and did not tell them. That's what she knew. But it aired and everything. Remember when he went in the other room with the phone call and he wanted to set right. it up? Because she, she did didn't, not want her to be a part of it. She didn't know that it aired, but she did know that it existed because okay. she watched it. That that's, was the thing. Is That's what they said is like... You should have told us that this was happening. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. but she didn't. But she didn't know it was actually going to air. Is it I was a little bit confused. Is by it one hundred percent fair? No, but I get why they do that because they want her to share everything. They don't want her to be making her own choices about whether she's going to share information or not. They want her to share everything about Jimmy McGill. Yes, that's all they care about. Like because I mean, his Chuck is the guy wanting to keep his hands on him because he wants to keep him away from everything and the rest of the firm. And the firm itself doesn't even want to have anything to do with Jimmy. Like Chuck's been stopping that from happening already. So they're just trying to keep tabs on him and make sure they don't get surprised because they're putting their butts on the line uh, over at uh, uh, the new firm that Jimmy's at. But that being said, the results were good. You would think that they would turn around and at least have some respect for it. Yeah, but they, it kind of shows what their, what their priorities are. You know, their priorities are, oh, let's protect our name, let's, not, not, oh, we have all these clients that's yeah. going to help them, uh, you know. 
Yeah, at Davis and Maine, we care more about uh, how we look to outsiders than we care about actual results. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's not going to work well for Jimmy McGill. He's going to get himself fired from there soon enough. You would think. You would think. And then the whole conversation with him at Chuck's house, when he shows up and Chuck is like overexposed to the electricity or whatever, and he's having like a seizure on the couch or whatever's going on there. And Jimmy sits through the night with him. And then he actually gets him to say, why won't you just extort me? You're making it clear what you're doing. Mm-hmm. All of your moves are obvious. Why can't you just say it out loud that that's what you're doing? Right. And Chuck can't do it. Chuck wants Jimmy to quit law, but he wants it to somehow be his own idea that I had nothing to do with at all. It's a bunch of crap. I got to say, I hate Chuck so much right now. Right? I started to feel a little bit bad for him in that moment when, he, when, when Jimmy walks in on him and he grabs the extra metal blanket. And in my mind, I'm just like, you know, he's just, he's suffering, man. And then after that conversation with the extortion and why can't you just admit it, I was just like, F you, Chuck. By the way. Uh, I know he's a total jerk on the show, yeah. his character, but I love Tuco, man. Tuco Salamanca. <laughs> How fun is that we have Tuco back? Yeah. Did I tell you this? I don't know if I told you this. Uh, it was probably like a month ago now. I was at um, Mom's, Los, Los Mom's, Hermanos? Mom's Barbecue. Oh, okay. Have you ever been there, Mom's Barbecue? I'm not even familiar. Oh, it's really cool. It's, it's like right around the block for me, and it's like basically every famous African-American actor has eaten there. You've told me about this place before, yeah. They you get Christmas tell the story cards. for our people They get home. Christmas cards from, you know, uh, Rodney Pete and Holly Robinson Pete every year. Detroit Lions, great. Rodney Pete. Yeah, there you go. I, he did play for the Detroit Lions. I wouldn't say great. Uh, but he did play. That yeah. is the thing that happened. Uh, Rodney um, Pete is one of our great quarterbacks, which just shows you how many great quarterbacks we have. <laughs> I am being totally What about truthful. Gary Danielson? Uh, he was fine. Yeah. What about the other guy I liked? Uh, the other guy had long hair. Eric Hipple? Eric Hipple! Oh, I love me some Eric Hipple, dude. God dang it. He would always win on, on Thanksgiving, it seemed like. Yes, he would. Yeah. And lose every other game. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Hipple. Anyway, uh, Mom's Barbecue. You know, they have great uh, ribs and catfish and, you know, hot links, stuff like that. Anyway, like a month ago, I'm in there. I'm like, man, where do I know this guy that's sitting there eating? And I'm like, that's... Was it Tuco? It was Tuco. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did you sit down and Raymond, just stare at him? Raymond Cruz. No. He looked he he looked like a normal guy? No. He still no, he looked like not. he looked he looked like, you know, he might still hurt you, you know? Oh, yeah. Even though I'm sure he's a nice guy. Well, I would hope so. He's, Raymond Cruz. He's great. Yeah, I love getting Tuco back. I love the plan because uh Mike is uh now pulled into action. Mm-hmm. Um uh, by the drug dealer uh, assistant guy, and he's told, I want you because nobody knows you. I want you to do a hit on Tuco. Make my Tuco problem go away. That was a weird thing because if I was, you know, Mike, I'd be thinking, like, this kind of seems like a setup. It does feel like a setup. You know? Yes, it does. So remember, many bad things could happen. Do we not remember when Mike kind of threatened to tell Tuco the secret of the guy? Yeah. And his side business? Yeah. So, yes, 100%, this feels wrong. I think you're trying to get me to kill Tuco, and then you're going to kill me. Yeah, it's like not like Nacho is the most honest guy in the world. This plan is not good, Nacho. And this That's is, his name, Nacho. This, I know. This is Nacho good idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he comes up with the idea of the sniper rifle, like, what if I do it from a distance? Mm-hmm. And then as he's in the room, he's like, it's still not going to work. It's still This is going to end poorly. Mike, as usual, is the smartest guy in the room, the only one who sees big picture in everything, says, thank you very much. Here's some money for your time. And I respect that. Uh, I'm sure that guy I, was in Breaking Bad, right? The arms dealer? He I must he have was, been in yeah. Breaking Bad. Okay. He looked too familiar. Listen to this. Doesn't it make a lot more sense? Like, if I'm sitting there, if I'm Mike, and Nacho's telling me this story, you know, and you have to sit there and go, okay, 
Do I believe the story? It's like when you're playing poker, too. This guy's representing what's, some kind of story. What's the, rep- yep, yep, what's yep. the story? Uh, and the whole story is like, I want you to kill him so people won't think that I killed him. Uh, wait till all the customers leave and then kill him. Well, if there's no customers there, couldn't Nacho just kill him and then say someone else killed him? Yes. It's not a great plan. Look, Nacho is not a dumb guy. Nacho has got some poop going on, right? Yeah. He, he, he absolutely is working it. He's not a dummy. He's not a big picture guy. Mm-mm. Nacho is going to get himself killed, right? Yeah. There's a reason we didn't see him in Breaking Bad, <laughs> I assume. He is going to piss no, off Tuco and get himself killed. Just, he's probably just running the taco place now. Yeah, he's probably a oh, by the way, we saw the guy that you know the the guy uh, from the uh, first few episodes of Breaking Bad, the guy that was locked up in the in the. Did we? Yeah. Where was he? He who, was, who was he? He was that customer that he comes in, and then he does the lie detector thing on him. He just stares at him. He's like, "That was that guy. That was the guy that was locked up in to the to the pole with see, the with the bike lock." This is why I listen. If you guys at home, you podcast already. There's a Better Call Saul writers podcast that has Vince Gilligan, the writers of the episodes, and some of the actors on it, and they explain every connection between Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, and it usually comes out like the next day after Saul airs. Everyone should be listening to this podcast because they lay out all that stuff. You know that pink elephant toy that Mike got his granddaughter yeah. that she was playing with? That's the toy that he uses to kill the hitman uh, and wave it in front of the door Yeah, uh, in like season five of Breaking Bad. It's the exact same toy. It's the setup, and there's a connection between the two that I never would have known if not listening to this other podcast. Or I guess you could just listen to me talk about it a week too late on this show. That's right. <laughs> These connections are amazing, though. Like, they are really crafting an They're elegant masterpiece. Like, the, the, to do all these things that you don't even have to do because we're not going to remember half of them. But if, when you do remember them, it's very satisfying. Oh, no. It's very, it's like Fallout New Vegas. It all connects, and it's all satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Mike's plan to get, a, get away, away from killing Tuco? And uh, get him just sent to prison for 5 to 10? I, that didn't seem like a good idea to me either. It was it was risky. Yeah. It seems like a lot of stuff fell into place and had to immediately. Thank God the cops didn't show up before he got there. Right. <laughs> thank God the cops showed up when they did. You know, thank God the you know, uh, they didn't don't they record the voices on 911 calls? Like how would they not know it's him? He didn't make an effort to disguise his voice. I, I none of that made sense to me. Yeah. It, it was very it was very like Hollywood. It was Although, very like writing. You know, this is also I theoretically it takes place in the past. It's not they don't have all the technology they have now. But it's the past as in seven years ago, and they still recorded nine one one. They well, had the OJ Simpson it's, call. It's before it's before breaking bad. <laughs> right. Which was recent. I don't yeah. know. It, it like well, I'm talking what is it? It's at least two thousand five, two thousand six, right? That's ostensibly when it takes place. I don't know. But uh, I just think there's a lot of cool machinations happening here. You got Jimmy on one side pissing everything away and, and he, i don't think he's wrong but he does not know how to play the game and i think that's what we're learning about the jimmy mcgill character he does not know how to play the game he's very very good at being a lawyer cannot follow directions or protocol and well, the other side you've got he's a con- the, but that's what we're learning is that he's a con man he is a con man and con men don't follow you know they 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 take any angle they can yep they don't follow what and we already to. know he's not going to quit law <laughs> Uh, or Cinnabon, which is very, very exciting. <laughs> uh, and then we got Mike on the other side, just trying to make his way in this world. Can I just say for right now, watching Saul makes me want to go back and rewatch all of Breaking Bad again. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent I want to go back and rewatch all of Breaking Bad again. I might have to just do that this summer or something because it's fantastic. Well, anyway, that's the two shows. We'll get caught up, you know, and we'll, we'll try not to miss any more weeks. Brent. That's right. Me. How dare you get that sickness that everyone was getting? 
We might have to miss in a couple weeks again because I'm going to be shooting like all week. No, oh, okay. But, yeah. Happens. Yeah. In any case, we'll be right back. We're going to wrap up the show after three seconds of The Rolling Stones. I've been holding on so long. I've been sleeping all along. Lord, I've missed you. So before we wrap up today, one more story I wanted to hit really briefly. The Aaron Andrews story, which is kind of a big deal. I don't think the media has given it any attention at all. And I don't want to be that guy. The media won't talk about it. It's kind well, of obnoxious. The media talk about it. They were showing the trial on TV. Well, I'm just saying the ESPN sports media or national news outlets don't seem to be running. They're mentioning the story, but I think this is a much bigger deal than they're, they're giving credit for. Hmm. Is the fact that she got peeped on. The video got leaked on the internet. So naked. Her f- doing yoga and folding laundry while naked on the internet. Oh, she was taking a shower. Taking a shower. There's, yeah. There are many videos. Yeah. Uh, and she, she got $55 million. Yeah. She got... That's a lot of probiotics. Well... And, you know, part of it was because this this hotel, like, had no – they were so lax, and they were like, hi, I need to speak to Aaron Anders. Oh, here's her room number. Yep. Well, they had ba- terrible security, and uh, they, were, they were not complicit, but they didn't help the situation any. And obviously her civil rights got hugely violated. Uh, I just wanted – I wanted to take at least a moment on this show to at least point out that, hey, guys, Aaron Andrews' trial's over. She got a poop ton of money. And yeah, she 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 wrecked some fools in hindsight, and good honor. That's all I wanted to say. I just yeah. I didn't want to let the show go by without mentioning it once because I don't feel like it's getting run in a whole lot of places. Mm-hmm. And this is sort of a big deal. It really says that uh, uh, hey, jerky guys, creepy guys from the you know Revenge of the Nerds and Porkies and oh, stuff and that guy, was funny. This guy in the was past. making all these excuses about. Well, I had money problems, blah, blah, blah. So what? So what? Yeah. Those, you had a freaking job. These 1980s attitudes towards women and committing crimes against them does not fly in the year 2016. Yeah. It just, we live in a different world now where no actually finally means no. You, you know, consent is sexy. Yeah. And you cannot, these hijinks are criminal and now are being prosecuted. And I say good on it. it we finally yeah. live in a better world as a result. Thank you. And and forgive me, I know it's not exactly the comedy stuff, but I think it was important to be said before we get out of here. Yeah. Let's do some contact information before we get on out of here. You can hit us up on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter, uh, at Ray Brent Podcast, or individually, I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And uh, we got some people we want to thank this week, Brent. Yeah. We sure do. How about Jeremy Buck and the Bang? I'd like to thank Peyton Manning for retiring. Got to thank Peyton Manning for Don't retiring. Let the door hit you in the butt. I'll be honest, had he come back for the Broncos next year, would that have been the worst thing for you? No. $25 million no. to play like that? It wouldn't have, but you know what? <laughs> I'm just glad he's gone. There you go. I got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. Yeah, Monsell me some art. We got to go to Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or uh, jordanmonsell.com. Buy some art. That's right. He deserves it. We got to thank our intrepid producer. Got to thank our intrepid producer, David Knoll. Dino. For producing the show, putting it online, helping us out. Anybody yeah. else you want to thank, Brent? Mm, no, not really. All right, then let's get out of here. Good night. Yeah. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. What you wanted And then you